0: Greetings and uh, welcome to Uzazi Podcast. Uh, This is Coach Jackie. Uzazi Podcast is about encouraging you to reflect on the thoughts and beliefs that affect the way you parent so that you can make intentional choices about how you go about parenting in order to achieve the outcomes that you desire for your children. Today's topic is about parenting adult children uh, which may sound strange and i know that uh, for those of you who often seek information about how to parent your children will probably notice that there is plenty of information about parenting teenagers there's a lot of information about parenting the twins and uh, uh, possibly toddlers and and you know those age groups but there is hardly any information about parenting adult children um in kenya We are increasingly noticing that children leave home in their late 20s or even early 30s. And this is not surprising because they finish university maybe at about age 24. And then it takes them even five years or more to settle down financially and be confident enough to leave home. So the question is, how do you parent these adult children as they continue to live in your house? Today, I'm very pleased to introduce Catherine Waiyaki, um, and I'm going to ask her to tell us a little bit about herself before we go into the conversation. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Jackie. In introducing
1: myself, I'll do that in a short kind of story. Uh-huh. I always want to do everything to the best of my ability. When I became a parent, I set out to know the best parenting styles so that I could do the best.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: like you have pointed out, my surprise was that there was not much information available. At that time, we didn't even have the internet where we could look for information. Mm-hmm. So most parenting then was done based on how one parented and advice from friends and family. Yes, mm-hmm. There were many things I knew I did not want to do with my children that had been done to me and had to find a better way. Mm-hmm. This became very critical when my daughter, who was four at the time, moved out of home for one month after her brother was born. It was great that she had a place to run, my mother's place, and that we were fortunately mature enough to let her go but we then knew that we had to increase our knowledge of dealing with children. Mm We were very fortunate because about a year later, we took her to a school that ran a parenting course. And there began my parenting journey. Mm -hmm. We attended the parenting classes, I became a facilitator and subsequently attended as many parenting courses as I could find and became facilitators in them. So mm-hmm. it became a lifelong journey that has led me to giving parenting talks. And now, I know you don't know this, Jackie, I'm studying psychology as well, because it's, I need to better it's... understand what makes us tick mm-hmm. so that we can help our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I would like to say about me. Oh, and I have... I have two adult children and one teenager. So I also parent from my own experience. I give advice from my own experience.
0: Um, fantastic. And, and, and what better person to have this conversation with Catherine? Uh, let's dive right into it um, by, first of all, defining what is an adult child in your view.
1: I don't have a straight definition because, first... It is a child who has reached the age of maturity, which is 18,
2: Mm -hmm. as
1: recognized by the law. Uh, We have to appreciate that at that point in time, these children are actually independent and can stand by themselves in front of the law. And we are not allowed to protect them there. So Mm -hmm. we have to be (laughs) cognizant of that. But these are children then that fall into several categories some are still in high school or college Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: even at 18 there are some who might not have finished or they are applying to or attending university or they've gone to graduate school for an advanced degree some like you said are looking for jobs they are dating we have some who are exploring identity or beginning to define their careers and what they consider to be success These ones, I would say, are usually just below or in their 20s. But adult children don't stop there. There are those who have career advancements or are married or starting families, probably with young families. These ones are into their 30s. Then we have the more mature adults who are settled in their families and careers, raising their own children some of them continuing their education, probably in their 40s. Then, Jackie, you and I are the older children who are now mature in our lives and probably planning for retirement or planning to be our parents' caregivers. So we will get there where our children will be there. So those, that is what I would define an adult child as, really.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. Yes. And of course, there is quite a scope in that. Um, and for this conversation, um, I would like us to focus on the adult child who is still living at home with their parents. And I want to start off by asking you, what are the main differences between parenting an adult child and uh, parenting a teenager or a younger child? Oh, I
2: think
1: the most important. Uh, change that I have seen when you're parenting an older child who would call an adult is that we need to embrace their independence mm-hmm. and, then, and actually enjoy this new phase. Now, a lot of us parents feel very conflicted about this and yet a number of us feel relieved uh, in the sense that now they can take um ownership of their own lives Mm -hmm. but because you're asking about differences in parenting i i just think that maybe i would wonder about some of the things that then we should do differently with this older child
2: Mm -hmm.
1: the first one that comes to mind is that we need to recognize and respect our differences because we have different views of life of their future, some might make life choices that we don't really agree with. But as their independence grows, we really have to find a way to connect with them with joy without any conflict.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Sometimes we even need to celebrate and affirm their uniqueness. Something, a way I have found that we can actually begin to recognize and respect our differences is by doing things that we both love together with the child. Mm -hmm. We can no longer tag them along to everything we do. We already know that in teenage that changes. But now it's even more complicated because uh, they will clearly not engage in activities that we like just to please us.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Teenagers, these ones are more uh, definite about their choices. So we might want to try and discover new things that we both love, Mm -hmm. But, but then to also continue with whatever activities or hobbies that we were already doing, or that appeal to one and encourage the child to come along or go along with the adult child to their new uh, finds. Mm-hmm. So try to commit to enjoying them together on a regular basis Basis, so that uh, we can remain connected. Connectedness is very important here. Mm-hmm. The other change I have found is that we also become a consulting advisor for them. Mm-hmm. We by the, by this time really we should have grown to offering them advice, knowing very well that it will not always be followed. So we really have to let them take the reins. We cannot continue running their lives now, as when they were dependents, if and even if they are still in our houses, financially dependent is not equal to complete dependence. Mm-hmm. So instead, we should uh, parent them by offering more expert advice and guidance mm-hmm. that they can implement. It is important that we also offer our wisdom and insight without being critical because they might not always respond well to our suggestions, helpful mm-hmm. as we think that they may be. So if they sense any sort of criticism, they may completely shut down. So that actually calls us to share any wisdom and advice we have with a lot of grace and sensitivity. And I have found this to be one of the most difficult challenges in uh, parenting adult children. Mm-hmm. But it is also a strong way to build a bond of understanding with with them, building empathy. And it will help us learn how they communicate when they know we are not being critical.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And then closely related to this is being a sounding board for them. We need to create an atmosphere where they will feel that they want to talk to us about their ideas, their thoughts, their troubles, uh, because we know that at least until age 24, their logic is still probably not fully developed. Mm -hmm. But with all this, they might not always be asking us for advice. They might be talking to us just for a sounding booth to hear themselves think aloud. Mm -hmm. So besides keeping communication open, We also need to keep a very straight face when they talk about things that want to make us scream. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Otherwise, they will not come to us freely and openly. A specific example is for parents who are Christians, practicing staunch Christians, let me say.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And at this point, you find that now your child decides they are leaving the church or they are leaving the faith or they're becoming atheists. That tends to be a shocker for many people, but we have to support them on their own journey. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And we have to begin to make room for significant others in their lives. They are not going to be bringing friends only home now if we have encouraged them to do that, but then they will begin to bring others who have a very significant influence in their life as they become more and more independent. So we must learn to be open-minded, gracious, non-judgmental, and especially when we meet who they introduce as their significant other, because we cannot choose for them. Mm -hmm. So we have to find ways to know their significant other without being pushy or critical. And we give them room to grow and learn about that relationship at their own pace. Two other thoughts that come to mind then is that we begin to set boundaries with these adult children.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Just because they're adults does not mean that we should tell them all the intimate details or discussions we have at home, maybe with the spouse or partner, or happenings at home, we need to set these boundaries. Uh, and one of those of setting that boundary is that if, they, if we are fortunate to become the first person they call in a crisis, then we have to agree on how we will handle that uh, without interfering with what we would call now our normal home. Mm-hmm. We should be prepared to slowly edge them out. So, to do this, then let's let's also set rules on how we will disagree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The final thought that comes to mind is that um, we might consider having regular family meetings because they become a very good way to keep the communications lines open. Mm-hmm. And everyone updated on everyone else's life. Uh, because when even when they're in our house, they might still be independent in a sense of running their own life.
2: Mm-hmm. We won't
1: always know what they're doing. They will not always be home um, early. You could go two, three days without seeing them. So having family meetings is a good way to allow friendship to keep growing. Mm-hmm. And it could also be a safe space for both uh, the parents and the siblings to share issues of concern
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to begin to process hard things together. Mm-hmm. So there are many other differences, but I think those are the ones that I would like to talk about now in terms of uh, parenting an older child.
0: Ah, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Car- uh, Catherine. It looks like uh, it's quite a balancing act. And it really calls for you as a parent to continue learning and uh, to really see this person as independent from you, even even if they are still living in the same house. Um, Now, Catherine, in conversations that I have with parents, uh, one of the things that I hear over and over again is how do you handle the situation where this adult child is is financially dependent. And I think you mentioned that. So they continue to depend on you financially. uh, And so are not really making any financial contribution to the family, um, to the family affairs. Um, But because they are independent and they're adults in some cases, they are also not contributing in terms of chores around the house. What comments do you have to say? uh, What comments do you have about this? and, And how would you suggest that a parent approaches these two topics? I I sort
1: of have a very small, simple answer to that Mm -hmm. because it's all about communication. Mm -hmm. The first thing that we must do with our adult children is to discuss expectations and plans for the future Mm -hmm. with anticipated timelines. You know, we set clear expectations and rules for them as they live at home Mm
2: -hmm.
1: as we keep looking at the plan of what we expect in their future we should be urging them always to be independent and leave home not chasing Mm -hmm. them away but prodding them along Mm -hmm. in terms of setting clear expectations and rules when they're in the house it could be simple things like the child used to come home from high school and plop down on the couch to watch TV, uh, leaving the bag and things like that around the sitting room. Mm-hmm. And then we should have um, talked about expectations of what we, I mean, how they should behave when they're in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, will they come and just plonk there? Will we allow that? Will we allow it to continue into adulthood? When they get home from work now, do we expect, I mean, do we put up with that kind of behavior? You know, they just come and sit, hang around, expect to have supper, hang out in the family common area, doing nothing. We have to work towards a better relationship with honest, open communication. Mm -hmm. A lot of us find that very hard. But this is where as parents, we have to remember that you have rightly said that they're still parents. we need to parent them. So we need to be able to talk openly about such challenges and be honest in our communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they hurt us or they fail us in our hopes, we should we should talk about it. The important thing is to sit down and discuss together at a time, when there isn't an issue facing us. Just like with all uh, younger children, it's not a good idea to discuss your expectations at the point at which they are not being met. You know, that's when you're bringing them up or you're getting pretty upset and getting moody, and you have not laid down the expectations. Mm -hmm. We have to find a timing that is good for us on a comfortable day, and discuss realistic expectations basing them on our schedule and theirs and we really have to be strict strict about this um, this is a point at which um, you could encourage them to uh, leave if they cannot really fit in you know if it's something you're really trying and it's not working mm-hmm then we might want to really encourage them to live and live on their own. This, this could sometimes be uh, getting them a little small place of their own and giving them a a budget to work with. Mm -hmm. So that they begin to actually appreciate what it means to be independent and make up their mind whether they will live with you. It can be a financial strain, but that would be a good last option for children who really will not pay attention. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. Okay, yes. I I mean, it sounds very much like, you know, managing any good relationship, the open communications, the discussions around expectations and uh, being very clear about boundaries and being ready to enforce consequences if those boundaries are crossed. Yes, I totally uh, agree with that. Okay, fantastic. Now, Catherine, we've been talking quite a bit about, you know, adult children that are still living with their parents. But we also know that a lot of adult children are actually away from home and perhaps raising their own families and, and that kind of thing. And I think that it is important to maintain a good relationship with uh, this group of adult children, what are some of the things that parents can pay attention to in order to maintain a good relationship with such children? Uh,
1: That sets many things going on in my head. (laughs) Some of this I had alluded to earlier. Mm -hmm. It could be even when they have moved out is to uh, deliberately schedule regular times to engage in activities Mm that You like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm a mom, so what comes to mind is uh, shopping together, especially with daughters. Others mm-hmm. could watch a ball game with a son.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It might sound a little stereotype, but it can also be exchanged. You could mm-hmm. watch a ball game with your son. Re- I had mentioned regular family meetings. Even when they are away, these are things that we need to continue with
2: -hmm.
1: either monthly or every two months, but let them come with their spouses or if they are already married with their children and discuss issues openly and freely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today's world gives us a variety of ways to keep in touch, have regular chats, calls. Uh, If they're on social media, keep connected that way. And don't fuss when you get news that uh, you thought you should hear first and you've had it on social media. Um, We shouldn't be losing uh, relationships over something like that. Remember, Mm -hmm. they are adults and uh, you will not always be the first person they think about when they want to share news. It -hmm. would be nice, but it won't always be. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, And schedule regular specific dates that allow you to talk deeply Mm
2: -hmm. with your child
1: (laughs) and know and be accommodating of their friends because their friends now are going to play a very important role so try and uh, have a relationship with their friends if you can a little independent of the child you know you could uh, meet up with their friend, not to prod or anything but in in a sense of knowing their circle and therefore understanding them better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For those who can afford, schedule holiday time together. That's, it's a very relaxed time to keep the relationship going. Very critical for married children. You must become a friend with their spouse or partner and their children.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you, don't, you do not want them trying to choose or juggle between you and they are partner of their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think these are the same things we who are now adult children could be struggling with with our parents. So we need we need to keep that going. And okay. we need to start it with our children early on and form a pattern.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh,
0: fantastic. So much wisdom, Catherine. Now, I, I know that you, you, you continue to support parents to, you know, to parent effectively. Uh, so now, as we come to the end, I, I would just like to invite you to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and the ways in which you support parents.
1: Um, I I normally give parenting talks or seminars based on requests that come. It's interesting you're asking how they should get in touch with me right now. It is only through my telephone number or my email address
2: mm-hmm.
1: because in the last three months i have I am redoing um websites and uh, social media
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I, I don't have the addresses ready for that now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I can be reached on my telephone number which is zero seven two 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 zero six nine thirty or at my personal email address kathywayaki at gmail.com but also if they got in touch with you you know where to find me <laughs> sure Catherine. And, and and i will
0: be sure to put your contact details as you have shared them i will be sure to put them in the description um section of the podcast Um, Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I mean, even as I was listening to you, I was learning. um, And I think this is the whole purpose of this podcast, that we continue to learn and we keep learning from each other as parents and as uh, individuals. Uh, Listeners, thank you very much. That was uh, Catherine Waiyaki sharing with us her views on how to parent adult children. This has been Uzazi Podcast, and you can... um, Download us from the iTunes store and please subscribe and follow us so that you don't miss out on subsequent uh, uh, episodes. Thank you very much, Catherine.
1: Thank you, Jackie, for having me and all the best in your continued support of parents too.
0: Thank you.